Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Meet or on the rocks. It's the Sports Bar with Dainter and Battaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. All right, let's head to Indianapolis. The NFL Scouting Combine continues today. Our ears and eyes at the Combine is Josh Reed, WIVB-TV in Buffalo. Josh, buddy, it's good to have you on with us. Really appreciate you making some time, and we know we know how hectic and busy it can be there at uh, the Combine. Paint a picture for us, man. What's the scene been like so far this week for you? Yeah, typical year here at the, at the Combine. You know, the media you know, has, has been swarming this place since Monday. Um, the players started to talk on Wednesday. Of course, you know, we heard from Sean McDermott Monday then we heard from Brandon Bean on Tuesday. Um, and then the players started talking Wednesday and they continue throughout the end of the week. Um, of course with, with the big, big one as Bill's fans, what, what they're waiting to hear from is the wide receivers and, and those guys are coming up tomorrow, and I, I think that's going to be a really, really busy day for us. Yeah, Josh, you had the chance before we talk to uh, you know get your thoughts on the wide receivers and how you fortify the defense and what the Bills may do in this draft. Um, they've got to get cap compliant. You've got free agency coming up. Uh, you had the chance to go one on one with GM Brandon Bean, and here's how I'll phrase the question for you. He's got a lot of decisions on his plate. Which one? Do you think you could see going either way? Of all these decisions here, which one uh, do you think Brandon Bean might have kind of difficulty going one way or another here, whether that's you know camp compliant or do you bring back a, a player like a Daquan Jones? Your, your thoughts here on just what uh, Bean must face here? Yeah, I got a sneaky one for you that I don't think enough people are talking about. A.J. Epinesa. Yeah. You know, how often do we hear Brandon and Sean both talk about drafting, developing, and then re-signing their own guys. I believe that we've seen continued growth with A.J. Epinesa in his performance on the field. Uh, Now, granted, I know that it's not some huge splash signing if they were able to bring him back, but I do think it's not only is it it would be good to bring him back at the right price, and I don't think he'd break the bank for you. And I think AJ likes the situation in Buffalo. You know, he, he would get some increased snaps, you would think, if Leonard Floyd, you know, exits. Um, Von Miller, we're not sure, you know, kind of where he's going to be going into next year. He'll obviously have a little more time to come back from his injury. But AJ Epinesa, to me, is that player. Before, early in the season, he played really well. 
And then in that Kansas City game, I don't know if you remember this, but he jumped on the fumble and he hurt his ribs. And I really think he was dealing with that a lot later in the season and and after that happened. Um, But I think A.J. Epinesa is a guy that they're really going to have to think long and hard about trying to bring him back. When you have the holes that you have at safety and not knowing what the future of Micah Hyde is going to look like other than he's going to be a free agent if he doesn't retire, uh, and Jordan Poirier, you have one more year left. Do you think there's any chance that a guy like Taylor Rapp maybe comes back to the Bills on another kind of, well, I, I don't know if it would be a short-term deal or long-term deal. W- what's your sense on the Bills and Rapp? I mean, I got to believe Taylor Rapp, just like every player in the NFL, is looking for more than just one year. Um, I don't know if the Bills can do that. Uh, I think he'd be great to have him back. You know, he's a year year in Sean's defense, and he's got it under his belt. Um, like you said, with Micah Hyde's future being very, very much uncertain, and Jordan Poyer's only got one year left on his deal, and the cap number's pretty high for Jordan Poyer. So that's another part of the puzzle is, how does Brandon Bean work through that? Um, I, I don't know this by any means. I gotta believe they'll at least go to Poyer and ask him to possibly restructure, maybe even take a pay cut. Um, we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. But um, his his price tag for next year is pretty steep. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I, I think that they're going to finally, after pushing this decision and this move off for years, they're finally going to address the safety position in the draft. I just firmly believe that. And, and, and quite frankly, we talked to the safeties today and some of the higher end ones and four of the guys that I asked, had formal meetings with the Bills here. I think that's pretty telling. Yeah, uh, I've got one more for you, Josh, uh, on the current players and who may be uh, a casualty here. And when he got hurt in week four, I hated that uh, outcome, and we all did for for Tredavious White. And then you look at the numbers. Okay, that's not appealing, having him on the roster at $16 but you're only saving six if you let him go. Is there a third option here, perhaps? Is Brandon Bean, could you see, perhaps talking to his agent, look, we'd like to have you back here at the number. Um, does Tredavious White have any other options uh, than, than to take a pay cut? Your thoughts on the possibility of, of Tredavious White, or perhaps has he played his last down here because those are difficult injuries to come back from? I think a piece of the puzzle and a part of the answer to this is, do they believe there is still any hope at developing Kyrie Elam? I do. I think that's a part of this. And John Butler's gone now. Maybe they believe that, you know, a fresh start with a new set of eyes and the defensive backs room, you know, as far as coaching goes, maybe they feel like somebody different, a different voice can get him to where he should be. I mean, look, even if it doesn't come back, you know, come out to being a first round talent, you know, you got to be able to get something out of him. Um, I do feel like that's part, part of the puzzle. I, I just, I believe that they think Tredavious can still return and play at a high level. I'm skeptical. I just, after hearing him talk after the first injury and what he went through physically, emotionally, mentally, it's just, man, it's hard for me to believe that he's going to be able to go through all of that again. That's just, that's a heavy lift. Um, And I hope he is, you know, and from, 
all accounts, when you ask Sean and Brandon, he's rehabbing and working to get himself back, and he's at the Bills facility. Um, you know, him being him being a top end cornerback solves a, a lot of issues. But as you mentioned, it's at a steep price tag right now, so I'm sure that's another one. Brandon is you know working with agents and trying to figure out exactly how to make it all work. I, you know, we're talking a lot about the salary cap right now. One of my favorite quotes from Brandon here at the, at the scouting combine, when he was asked about the enormous leap in the salary cap number, was he said he just couldn't help but smile when he found out what the number was going to be for next season. And rightfully so, because they were really up against it and now have a, uh, quite a bit more wiggle room to, to kind of play with. Josh, we've spent all this time talking about outgoing free agents that could potentially come back or players that are on the roster that could potentially come back. We've spent all this time so far talking on the defensive side of the ball, yet I think most Bills fans want to see the team make a first-round investment on the offensive side of the ball, namely in a wide receiver. We all think that that's what they should do, but what do you think the Bills will do when it comes down to 28? I think it'll be wide receiver. I do. I think that anytime you can add a weapon for Josh Allen, no one's going to argue that. No one's going to say, well, you know, giving Josh Allen another guy to, to help the offense get rolling is a bad decision. I just, I, I think that's the spot of need, and that is a spot that is loaded with talent in this draft class. Look, and that uh, that's the other side of this argument, if you want to make it, is there's so many good players that you can wait till round two, maybe even round three. I just think if you've got that guy in your sights and we've seen Brandon do it before, if he likes a guy and he's a little worried about losing him, he'll jump up in the draft to go get him. He's not, he is not trigger shy. I mean, he will, he'll go get his guy. I think that there are a number of guys and in speaking to several national draft analysts who sit down and do this 12 months a year. I mean, that's all they do. And a couple of guys, including Ryan Wilson from CBS Sports Network, um, he just does a great job at draft, uh, analyzing the draft and the prospects. And he mentioned a couple of guys that he thinks going to be there at 28, uh, including Brian Thomas Jr. That's a, na- that's a name to keep an eye on from LSU. Xavier Worthy from Texas. Keon Coleman, Florida State. Those were a few that, he mentioned, and I think those are a few names, even Troy Franklin, those are a few names that we've heard, you know, you know, on and off leading up to all this. And then he broke out a guy's name that I don't think we've talked about a whole lot. At least I haven't, and a lot of the people that I, I've talked to. Ryan Wilson brought up the name Malachi Corley from Western Kentucky. Now, he's supposed to be maybe a late second-round guy. He said, sometimes it's hard to get a comp on an NFL, you know, who's this guy play like in the NFL? He said, this guy's easy. This guy is going to be the next Devo Samuel. I went, wow. I mean, (laughs) who doesn't, who doesn't want the next Devo Samuel? He said, go, go watch, go watch some tape on Malachi Corley. So I did. And Holy smokes. I mean, I don't know. I don't right now. CBS sports has him ranked as the 70th best prospect overall not wide receiver just overall and i'm not so sure that doesn't go up by the end of the combine and as the draft uh, approaches but that's a name to keep an eye on as well call from mom answer it 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Josh, one thing we've learned from uh, Brandon Bean over the years is uh, they have first-round grades, and they don't want to like spend a first-round pick on a a guy they don't think is a first-rounder. Likewise, if they only have a few left on the board, that's the reason you see him move up. And I look at this Bills roster, and they're, it's going to get depleted here. I think we know this through free agency. You're going to need to kind of do a redo at the end. My my question is, would it actually make more sense for the Bills this year, 28, knowing that maybe there isn't that first-round grade guy, and you can get receivers like the one you're just describing here in the second round, would it make more sense for actually the Bills to trade out of round one this year? I don't think it's a terrible option. I, I don't by any means. Like you said, if the guy you want is there and you have to trade up, well, I think that's the move rather than trade back because this team is loaded with draft picks. Like they've got plenty of, of draft capital going into this. So adding more picks, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, what are they at nine or 10 now? I mean, it's just, they have so many picks adding more. I don't know how that works unless you're planning on packaging some of the later round ones to move up again. You know, maybe you move back out of the first round. And I, I don't mind that. You know, if you move back four or five picks and still get, you know, a wide receiver who can help day one. Okay. That's cool. And then maybe you move up from 60. You use some of that draft capital to move back up from 60 in the second round. And then you target the safety you want because, it, you don't often see safeties go in the first round. And it, if there's a safety in the first round, maybe there's one, probably not two. So you could be looking at maybe landing the third, maybe fourth best safety in the second round, um, especially if you're able to move up a few picks from 60. And I just think that that's a, those are the two spots to me that they really need to target. I know defensive line, Interior defensive linemen, the pass rushers, you know, um, that's also a spot that we've talked a lot about. But um, to me, safety, they just, they've got to get an influx of youth and talent in that spot. And safety is such a big part of Sean McDermott's defense. So, yeah, trading back four or five spots, um, if they believe, you know, there are two or three receivers that are still going to be left and they kind of have an equal grade on them, then I I have no problem with that. But like I said, continuing to stockpile picks 
I, I just don't know how that helps you unless you're planning on packaging them and then getting moving back up, you know, from another round. Josh, you mentioned uh, the importance of safety in a Sean McDermott defense. We also know the importance of getting pressure with the front four and, and defensive tackle is going to be an area where they're short heading into the draft. They're short heading into free agency. We're getting measurables today on some of these guys, mm-hmm. Josh. Anybody there in Indianapolis turning some heads? And is there is there anybody of, of note that might be there should the Bills uh, be picking a 28 there with a need at defensive tackle? Yeah, Sweat from Texas is the monster. I mean, this defensive tackle is 360. I think he, I think he weighed in 366. Yeah. I mean, this guy is built like a freezer box. I mean, he is just enormous. And you put a guy like that next to Ed Oliver and look out because he's just going to eat blocks and he's powerful. And, and he, he made the comment that, where do, you, where, do you, where do you see me run my 40? You're not going to believe it. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see then. I guess. I mean, I guess we'll watch that. Um, I don't know how much stock you can put into a 40 for a defensive tackle. I don't know. I, to me, it's more about burst in that short area and strength, you know. But, you know, in talking to some of the, the, the national draft analysts and as I mentioned before, guys who literally grind on this 12 months a year. They, you know, when it comes to defensive tackles, they, you know, it's consistently said by them that this is, these are players that you can get in round four, round five, round six. If you're truly looking for a defensive tackle to pair up next to Ed Oliver to eat blocks, that's not a guy that you need to spend a first or second round on. That's something that you can address later in the draft. And look, it's not like Daquan. Daquan Jones was amazing last year. But you can find guys similar to that, even in free agency. Maybe it will be Daquan. Who knows? I'm not ruling that out at all. I think Daquan's at the point of his career where he wants to make sure he's on a contender and he wants to make sure he's comfortable with the room that he's in. So I'm, I would not roll that out by any means, seeing him back in a Bills jersey next year. But I don't think you have to spend anything really high in the draft to pick up that defensive tackle to sit next to Ed Oliver. And I don't think you have to break the bank in free agency to find that guy either. Josh, uh, what are you and everybody working on WIVB here? We can go check out here as uh, we're getting ready here for the draft here next month. Yeah, so we've got some stories coming up here at five and six, talking about wide receivers, of course. You know, even though the wide receivers don't talk until tomorrow, they have been the talk of the, the draft here or the combine here all week. I mean, it's it's amazing that, you know, they're not they're not gonna meet with the media till Friday, but it do- doesn't matter because we've been talking about them the entire time, specifically the Bills media contingent that's that's down here because we know that A that's what the fans want, and B, that's what the Bills kind of need, right? And and doesn't hurt that it's a it's a sexy position, right? I mean, it's look yeah, a weapon for Josh Allen, and then potentially a guy who can jump into Diggs's role. You know, if Diggs is no longer part of the puzzle in twenty twenty five, grooming a guy to become the next Diggs. So yeah, I mean, we're breaking all that down at five o'clock and six o'clock. You know, in our newscast and. We continue to um, 
We continue to put stuff up on our website, WIVB.com. I was working on that right before I hopped on the phone here with you guys. And uh, we got some good stuff breaking down the safeties today. So if you want to check that out on WIVB.com. And um, and then, yeah, we'll do our 30 and 30 series, which starts in two weeks. And we, we profile 30 players, one a day for 30 days, leading right up to the first day of the draft. And uh, that's coming up in two weeks. And you'll be able to find that online as well. Josh, you're doing incredible work as always, man. Appreciate you making some time for us from Indy. Safe travels. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, stay safe. You got it. Yeah, there it is. So. Josh Reed, WIVB TV in Buffalo. Uh, today's set of ears and eyes for us here in the sports bar, live from the NFL Scouting Combine. Our guy in Kentucky, Chris, writing in, I've seen Malachi Corley play in person. Uh, he's very good. I wouldn't mind seeing the Bills drafting him whatsoever. I could see him becoming a number one in three or so seasons. Yeah, that's do you want to draft the next digs? Or do you want to draft something that would complement digs? I think I would want to draft something that would complement digs right now. Uh yeah, I, I they want separation guys at wide receiver. I mean, that's always been the thing. We want guys that can separate, separation guys, guys that can separate. Beasley was a good separator. Diggs, impeccable route runner, could always separate. Dalton Kincaid seems like he's a really good route runner. He's going to be fine. Not worried about that guy. I still like McConkey. I don't know that he's a first round guy, but that's the kind of guy that I think if you were to get him, he would. When I heard, uh, oh, I'm going to screw up. I don't remember which draft analyst it was, but when I heard one of the draft analysts mention or, or comp Lad McConkey to Antonio Brown, Brandon Bean wanted Antonio Brown on this roster for Josh Allen. That's the kind of player I think Brandon Bean wants for Josh Allen, a separator, a guy who can stop on a dime and break some ankles. I, we'll see. There's no shortage of wide receivers that we could be talking about between now and the end of April. Mm-hmm. But right now, that's the guy that I'm like, ooh, I'm intrigued by that guy. I know he's probably not a first-round guy. But when you're talking about guys that are going to be available there at 28, you know, then it really comes down to, well, who do you really like? Who do you like of who's left? Because the really good guys, the elite guys, have already been drafted at that point. Unless you're going up and getting somebody. But I don't see them being that aggressive. A couple of spots, maybe. Into the top 10? No. Not with 10 draft picks. I don't think you can afford that. You mentioned Twitter. And we were talking earlier about the irony of my neighbor calling the the, uh, Amazon driver lazy for lobbing uh, a, a package the direction of his doorway. One of our regulars on Twitter... That's Elon's Twitter, also known as X, is UPS driver Josh. Amazon drivers are the worst. We despise them. Oh, now we're talking, Josh, a little a little delivery turf war. Well, UPS shows up. They had the, you know who it is, like the Amazon. Like sometimes it's just a white van or, right? Like it's, we're going to go like Uber at some point. Got this you. picture in my mind of like from the scene in Anchorman where they're all meeting in a dark alley. You've got UPS drivers wearing their brown uniforms. You've got Amazon drivers <laughs> pulling up with their fancy looking vans and it's a turf war. Eh, no, no touching of the hair or face. Oh no, it's the DoorDash guys. Oh, oh no. nobody likes Grubhub. Oh, get them out of here. Uber Eats? Nice try. We're the United States Postal Service. Yeah, I want an all-out turf war, Josh. Let's make it happen. Shots fired. 
Can I get a mulligan on Josh's, uh, or I'm sorry, on uh, Phil's tweet from earlier? Okay, try it again here. <clears throat> well, we were talking about Chief Saholic and uh, his lawyer giving, uh, giving a football phrase-laden speech, the steps of courthouse where his client had just pled guilty to robbing banks. Well, looks like we have a chief in wolf's clothing. That's what I was looking for. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for giving me a mulligan on that one, Gino. I I blame Dandelorian getting sick. We'll uh, get to happy hour next in the sports bar. We'll get to a round of shots next in the sports bar. And we've got time for your phone calls if you want to pull up a stool. 866-4326. The phone number 585-866-4FAN. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.